Do you believe that God wants you healthy? Then join me, Cersei Blue and Gigi Carter on the Healthy For My Purpose podcast, where we help you realize the relationship between your health and your purpose. We share how eating like Daniel can revolutionize your life. Through discussions and interviews, we challenge you to discover the powerful connection between plant-based nutrition, your body, and your faith. It's time. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Healthy For My Purpose. Um, I hope you guys have been having a great summer. It seems like summer is winding down. Um, We are going to actually be moving into season two of Healthy For My Purpose podcast come October 1st. So we will be having a few more episodes in the month of September, but we are going to start with a brand new season, October 1st, um, going into the fall or maybe even into closer into the winter, fall, winter. And um, so I just wanted you guys to know that. Um, Also, we want you to know that if you can go ahead and like um, subscribe, share this podcast on iTunes. That would be so appreciative as the more um, subscribers we get, um, reviews on iTunes is the further reach that we have. We are also on IG, Daniel Fast Bridge to Healthy Living on IG. So if you ever want to interact with us, see some of our content, send us a message if you have any ideas or um, just any suggestions, feedback, anything, you can definitely message us on IG. We also have a private Facebook group with the same name, Daniel Fasta Healthy Living. So if you want to be around a group of women who are on a mission to get healthy for their purpose, then you want to make sure you go ahead and join that group on Facebook if you are on Facebook. So guys, we have an awesome episode that is coming up for you today. Um, This is an episode that we had with uh, Dr. Ruby Lathan. Um, She was actually in the documentary, They Are Trying to Kill Us. And we have a very candid conversation about that documentary, which pretty much unravels some of the systemic um, issues around the food industry and the healthcare system. And so it's a great um, episode to listen to if you know, one thing you'll walk away with, you'll kind of say to yourself, you know, do I can want to continue being played in this system or do I want to take charge of my health and make a difference? And so you're going to love this episode because it is really eye-opening um, and riveting. And so without further ado, let's jump in to this wonderful episode with Dr. Ruby Lathan. They're trying to kill us. All right. I think I did that right. Okay. All right. <laughs> I got you. I love your curls. <laughs> Thank you. Yours too. <laughs> yes. All right. We're going to patch in right. Thirsty Blue, my partner in crime here. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Let's see. All right. Hey, Dr. Ruby, how are you? Hello, I am good. How are you? Good. 
All right. So we're going to go ahead and jump in. Thank you, Dr. Ruby, for joining us and taking the time to talk with yeah. us. And we also want to just say thank you so much for all the awesome work that you do in the health and wellness yeah, space. Absolutely. We really absolutely. Appreciate you. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and just jump right in. Okay. One of the themes that we noticed throughout the documentary, They're Trying to Kill Us, is this mm -hmm. idea of being played. And um, mm -hmm. Mayor mm -hmm. Eric Adams says it really nicely. He says, Black folks don't like to be played. <laughs> so can exactly. you help us unpack what does it mean to be played? What are the dynamics there? Yeah, well, I think that's put really well. So um, I think, you know, we all know all of the dynamics of food deserts and, you know, all the junk food in the neighborhoods and all of that. And we want to innocently think that that just happened, you know, and that, you know, it's just a result of, you know, poor neighborhoods and this and that, when the reality is it's all by design. And the whole point of the movie is to wake you up to that design so that you have enough fire and anger to stop it, rebel and opt out of that system. And that's what it's really about It's saying, Here's what they're doing. Here is the master plan. Here's how they're making money off of you hand and fist in our own misery. And here's what you can do to stop it without lobbying Congress, without begging anybody, without going to the mayor, without asking a single question. Not that you shouldn't do those things, but you have the power without any of that to make the change on your own right now. And that's what the, the movie is to inspire people to do. Yeah, so, you know, so how can we help black women equate mm -hmm. that fast food meal that they're, that they're eating or they're feeding their children to the type two diabetes diagnosis to the ongoing misery mm -hmm. of going to a dialysis center and then mm -hmm. dying, you know, early. So how do we, how do we help right. connection? Yeah. So, so if we kind of just break it down and say, for example, you don't just love McDonald's or Burger King or Popeye's because you do. You love it because they marketed to your neighborhood, to you, to your parents, and put it in close proximity to you so that you would become addicted as a child and then always have these good and happy feelings about it because there's a, you know, a playground and happy meals. So you were programmed to want this food, number one. So it's not just because of the culture. You were programmed that way. And now they see that you're programmed and then the step two to the plan is okay now because you're eating this food regularly and because we've developed a lifestyle around it that is sedentary we know what's going to happen next number one you're automatically feeding into the system by feeding it to your kids so they're the next level and we're already capturing them with the marketed targeted marketing so and then they're doing what you're doing so it's a given so then they know the same pharmaceutical companies invest in McDonald's and all the fast food industries because they know their customers are coming directly from there. They might as well have them next door to each other. And in a lot of cases, they do. You see the uh, DaVita um, 
you know, kidney dialysis center next to sometimes the fast food places as they should be. Because when you walk out of there, eventually you're going to be walking into there. And so they know this. So they invest in those companies. Um, they market those companies. Whoops, my light went out. <laughs> Let me plug that in because I like to light. All right. <laughs> and for those tuning in, um, the movie that we're talking about, it's a documentary called They're Trying to Kill Us. Um, it was produced by badass vegan John Lewis. So um, look up the website. They're trying to kill us. We'll put it in the comments too afterwards. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, as I was saying, so they know they, they invest in these companies because they know their customers are coming from the fast food industry. They're coming from just poor food in general mm -hmm. and all the other things that they've set in place. And so when you understand that, there's the direct link between eating um, highly processed food, particularly meat and dairy products, that's directly linked to diabetes. Then you don't have to question and think it's just eating too much sugar and all of that. We know the direct correlation uh, between those two. Then you'd be more apt to say, you know, maybe I'll make this change. Maybe I won't set up my kids for this inevitable process. Maybe diabetes doesn't really run in my family. Maybe the eating habits run in my family. Maybe obesity runs in the family because we eat the same way and we've just kind of been trapped in the cycle. Mm -hmm. And so when you kind of get that message, then, then it's easier to make the decision because like you said, nobody wants to be played. Mm -hmm. But when you're playing into the hand, mm -hmm. you're being played and you're just following lockstep. And then you understand how everybody's making money off of each step of that process because you know, first comes the obesity and then hypertension and then diabetes and then kidney failure. And each step of that is a billion dollar plus industry made off the backs of black people. So it's just like slavery in another dimension. And it, it's sickening. Yeah. yeah, that's powerful, Dr. Ruby. Um, you know, and that brings us to the idea of this idea of generation upon generation. You're passing this on. Um, and a lot of times I, I've heard you say that you pass on recipes. Can we talk mm -hmm. a little bit about the idea? Because fast food is one thing, but it kind of trickles into kind of what we eat on a daily basis, what we call mm -hmm. soul food, our traditions, our nostalgic, right. you know, um, memories. How, what would you suggest we, how we would redefine or elevate soul food so that it becomes to serve us for our longevity rather than kill us? Yeah, great question again. Um, absolutely. And that's what I, I've done with with my recipes, both my mom and I. So my mom, you know, started out with uh, making a lot of traditional stuff. We grew up in Alabama. She grew up in the South. And so, you know, all the traditional barbecue chicken, blah, blah, blah. But she started making the vegetarian, um, which was a good help for us. And then I took it a step further and made it vegan after my bout with cancer and learning to heal myself with food, that's when we switched. Well, I switched from vegetarian to vegan and then gave those recipes back to her. It's like, can we make this vegan now? Here's my take on it. And then she flipped it and made it better <laughs> vegan and passed it back down. So now we're passing along health mm. instead of the things that took my grandmother out like diabetes. So um, so now my mother doesn't have that. 
And I don't have that. And so we've broken that cycle mm -hmm. to say, no, we're not doing that. We're flipping the script. We're rewriting the recipes. Mm -hmm. And we love food just as much as anybody else in the South or anywhere else. When we eat Christmas, Thanksgiving dinners, we eat, okay? It is delicious, but we've just found a way to make it without the dead animals, without the inflammation of dairy, without the things that are going to kill us. And it's still incredibly good. So we still have that same, you know, warm, fuzzy feeling about food as anybody else. But now, you know, our heart's not going to stop because of it, you know? Yeah. 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 I just want to, I want to backtrack just a little bit to what mm -hmm. we were talking about previously about this industry and this business. And um, in a prior life, I was in business. So I have an MBA and I was in the corporate world and everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And one of the things and one of the reasons why I left that um, and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't so much with where I was working at the time. It was just kind of mm -hmm. I left that business world to move into um, more of a health and wellness space just because of my own personal transformation was this concept right. of a business model and making money off of people being sick. And I can remember when I was in MBA school, one of the concepts that I learned, which ring, rings so loudly in this documentary and that you point out in, in um, your mm -hmm. comments as well, in the film in here today, is this concept of recurring revenue stream. Mm -hmm. So it's, and I'm just, I'm saying this just to elaborate a mm -hmm. little more for this conversation for mm -hmm. people listening, right. is that you get sick and then you have some kind of a procedure, right? And then you're mm -hmm. you're hooked on these, not hooked in the sense that you crave them, but hooked because you need them to survive mm -hmm. on these mm -hmm. medications, mm -hmm. these pharmaceuticals um, for, for basically the rest of your life. And right. the rest of your sick life, I think, as you put it. And, exactly. And so it, it, it does go back to this concept of, do I want to play in this space? You know, do I want to play in this space? And do I want to set the example for my children to be playing in that space? And that's really the question that I think we have to ask ourselves as black and brown women. And toward, mm -hmm. towards the end of the film, you said something so powerful. I still get chill bumps. I actually wrote it down because it was so powerful. I'm like getting teary-eyed. Sure. You, with, with so much, I would say, passion and power, you mm -hmm. said, I'm not going to eat your garbage food. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to take your garbage pharmaceuticals. And I'm not going to end up in the hospital for the rest of my sick life. And, you know, how do we recognize our own power and exercise mm -hmm. our right of refusal and make different choices? Right. And this is where the knowledge is power really rings true because once you know then you can't just see things the same anymore you can't drive up to the golden arches and be all happy about it the same way anymore when you realize that you know we have this capitalist society that depends upon a disadvantaged community and the disadvantaged community of the day it's black and brown people. So this is where they want to suck the life out of. This is the decision they've made consciously. And we've played into it not knowing how evil the system is, because that's not how we operate. That's not how we think. But once we realize it, it's, you know, you can't be anything other than angry. And then, okay, now what? Now what? And it's like, you just want to flip the table on the whole thing. Yeah. 
you know, it's like, we're just not. Um, and so the more, and you know, there's always new ways that they try to suck people in and the misinformation they like to put out. I mean, I watch, you know, so much misinformation. It, it angers me. I have to get offline sometimes. And sometimes I'm watching cooking shows and it's like, oh, we're going to add heavy cream and cheese and chicken and more cream cheese. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my <laughs> Me watching this, you guys want to scream um, at it. So it's just um, finding ways to say, okay, I, I, I just, I hear you. I want to opt out now. How do I do it? And how do I stay on the wagon? Because that addiction is very strong. I mean, food addiction is as strong as any other addiction there is. Um, because it's, it's not only just habit we have to eat we can't opt out of eating so we have to eat um so we have the emotional attachment but we also have the physiological attachment especially when dealing with things like dairy that creates um you know certain triggers and the casein that makes you actually physically addicted to it yeah. so it's like how do we you know withdraw from that and get something that's going to be as good or better so that we can stick with it yeah. Um, and so that's where the education component comes in and finding recipes and groups of people that are sharing the same kind of kind of changing our peer groups. If other folks aren't with it, you know, at least finding one that you can connect to regularly mm -hmm. um, to do that. So it's it's the next step is implementation. It's like, OK, I got you. Now what? Yeah. Now what? Yeah. Yeah. What do I do like with my next meal or what do I do tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because I know with the the movie that was kind of the predecessor to this, what the hell, mm -hmm. a lot of people switched like overnight. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people fell off the wagon like six months later right. <laughs> or four months later. But a lot of people did stick with it. But some of those who kind of call falling off the wagon were because they didn't have a plan. They were like, literally, what am I going to eat? Salad and smoothies? You know, I'm like, that's a good start but there's a whole lot more yeah. that you want to do to so that you're actually satisfied with what you're doing because if you're doing it like a diet it doesn't work right you know? it has to be a lifestyle yeah yeah awesome yeah well thank you dr ruby we don't want to go past our 50 minutes that we promised you oh did that um, go that quick <laughs> i know <laughs> but you know you have drop some powerful gems and i think what yeah. the biggest takeaway is that by refusing to eat some of these foods that's power that's part of the revolution that's the uplifting um it is so much for absolutely for for those powerful words yeah yeah well i i'm happy to share and thank you for the invite mm -hmm. it's always fun to chat about this and and help reach more people because you know we can do this and I, i'm just excited like i said because it's a decision that you can make immediately right. and we don't have to fight for it just do it you right. don't have to lobby and then, you can just make the choice exactly. that, that's the power that's the that power. is the power and so when the collective consciousness gets yes. it then you know we can make these changes and then we can we can attack all these other things yeah. from a legislative standpoint and all these other ways and you know, and, and work that way too. But I'm like, let's just start. Let's just start with the next meal. Let's just start with the next meal. Guys, we're going to close this out, but that is it. You that's listening, you have the power right now to start with the next meal. You don't have to lobby your Congress. Not that these things are bad, 
but you don't have to wait to make change. It can yeah. happen with your right. next meal. So yeah. I, mm -hmm. I hope that inspires everyone that's listening. And if you haven't seen the, the documentary, They're Trying to Kill Us, we'll put their handle. You can go to their um, mm -hmm. IG and their website and get more information on how you can watch this film. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Thank you so much, Dr. Ruby. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Healthy For My Purpose podcast. We hope you enjoyed the community and are walking away empowered and encouraged to live your healthiest life for your God-ordained purpose. You can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram to enjoy fellowship with like-minded women. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this on iTunes. Until we meet again, keep honoring your body for your purpose.